Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 135. Are you addicted to the drug of opportunity? And this episode is all about the human tendency to be swayed by the allure of new opportunities, often at the expense of current commitments. That's right. So um, to kind of bring more context into this episode, uh, think about how many times you chose a direction that is for yourself. And maybe it's a commitment with your work, your passion, your art, um, you know, I mean, this could also be in other aspects of your personal life, right? Um, I'm, I'm mostly focusing on creativity here, but this obviously could be used in, in any context where the focus is on your commitments that you know feel right and intuitive and you're doing them. And then along comes a business opportunity, a promotional opportunity, a, a, a potential idea, a startup idea, more money whatever it might be, right? Something that tempts you into thinking about this opportunity, right? And listen, we've, we've all done it. Um, as you know, I've always been independently uh, working for myself and a consultant. And then I had, even when I have an agency and then since I'm still an entrepreneurship startup guy, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times people will call me up and say, Hey, let's meet up. Uh, and, you know, of course, I'd always ask oh, what's going on. Oh, here's what, what I'm thinking about doing. And um, it's already ready to go. And I want to talk to you about it. And, you know, maybe um, we can work together on this project or, uh, we, you know, we, uh, somebody else will call or email and say, oh, you know, I want to talk to you about this. Uh, the company that I'm, I'm working with, this is what they're looking for. I know that you're the guy that knows how to do all that stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Now, first of all, I'm flattered. I'm flattered that I am thought of. And I want to say that to <laughs> to anybody that that you know, knows what that feels like um, on either side of, of the coin of that. I'm flattered. However, what I have come to learn about that is it has to be uh, a definitive heck yeah all the way. And I don't think that that's as common as our brain our nervous system <laughs> sometimes makes it out to be now i maybe it is maybe for some that's more common the heck yes are are constant amazing go with it but what i have found is they're actually very distractive and i completely understand on one hand while it's very nice to be considered and to be thought of in the context of any of that particular uh, you know, talent or need or uh, skill set or whatever it might be, I found that more often than not, it takes me off of my path. And this also is in conjunction with the episode that I was talking about with like blocked creatives, right? When you are doing things, even look, even if you don't fully know everything that you're doing with your stuff, the vision isn't fully clear yet, but you're still building, you're still looking into the, the direction, but it feels good. You doing the work feels good. You being on your path feels good. You know it, you, you, you can feel it. Now, yes, there's still some uncertainties. 
And I think that's why sometimes we entertain any of these ideas outside of this path because they're almost basically speaking in our ear the fulfillment uh, to counter the uncertainty, credible opportunity, money, um, consistency, outcome right away, take this little dangling carrot, whatever it might be, right? And I, before I actually get into some points about why this is even happening and what's maybe potentially happening psychologically, I want you to think about that. When you are in your path and you can feel how good it feels, can you take a pause when the opportunity, quote unquote, comes in to ask yourself, is this on path or a distraction? And I think that's the overlying art, the overarching theme I want you to get out of this. Is this on path or is this distracting? And by the way, sometimes it's very well disguised. You don't know. So it's okay to take the meeting. It's okay to take the call and to confirm that, you know, to confirm your, your intuition. Why not? I still do it sometimes, right? And I will tell you this. There are also some times that I was pleasantly surprised. It might have turned into a decent small opportunity or big opportunity or something that I wasn't expecting and it was on path. So it's okay to take the call. Just I want you to be cognizant of how much you're doing it. And is it also that you're doing it more often than not because of any one of the next five reasons I'm about to give you? And the first one, which we all know, is FOMO, fear of missing out, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. The social anxiety of missing out on something better often drives people to explore multiple opportunities, even when they already have something valuable to focus on. It's a big one, right? And we've been hearing this expression for years, right? And the, the science says that it's linked to the release of the stress hormone cortisol. When people feel like they're missing out, cortisol levels rise, leading to a heightened state of stress and urgency to act. So you're doing something that seems right for you right now on path, on creativity, on purpose, on, on business, on point, and something else, several something else has come into your world. And you're worried that if the thing you're doing doesn't pan out, these other things might just help in the process. And that's an actual like really big thing, right? So what people typically do is they move off the ball. And, and, and by the way, we can all do this, you know. And so what happens is they look at hedging is what I like to call it. You know, you're hedging your bets. This may go through that I'm working on. However, these other opportunities, you know, they're kind of the same. They kind of, you know, and, and they look a lot of times the same because uh, they may be asking you to do similar things that you're doing for yourself, Right. And then on top of that, um, their thing may even be presented more sure because there's some quick hits and quick wins that get immediately fulfilled in there. Uh, I'll tell you more often than not, it's actually the exact opposite, <laughs> at least for me in my own context. It's been the exact opposite. You're like, oh, here, the money's this. And then you you start the, the opportunity and they say, well, we're still working on getting the money or they don't know how to invoice on time or uh, whatever number of things. Right. But the fear of missing out can be a real thing. And in those moments, I want you to trust your path. I want you to trust the thing that you are doing uh, more, at least by taking the time to say, is this on path or is this a distraction? 
And I, you will find that more often than not, it's a distraction. You have, and, and what's the bigger picture here really going on about with the, the fear of missing out? You have to trust yourself. Just because over here where you, if you know you're feeling good on your path, but all the details haven't come into light yet, that's perfect in a lot of ways because we've talked about this before. When you are in your creativity, when you are on your path, that is how the answers get revealed. And that is where the joy of doing the, the tasks show you the process of your vision becoming. And that's living. That's a day-to-day being in the process being in the journey living and then you have to learn to also enjoy because what you are doing is you are in receiving mode when you are actually in creativity and on your path you're actually really in receiving mode receiving of the answers receiving of the clarity receiving of the direction receiving of the gifts receiving of the needs receiving of the finances you have to in a lot of ways learn to allow that to happen so the the second reason why people tend to go right after the opportunities right away is risk aversion. People may explore multiple opportunities as a risk averse strategy. I call it hedging as a minute ago to ensure they have backup options. Ooh, that's a big one. The science says the amygdala, the brain's fear center can trigger a fight or flight response when faced with uncertainty, making people more inclined to hedge their bets by exploring multiple opportunities. Again, if this doesn't, so the first one fear of missing out is more of like, oh, I want to have this and these things over here. The second one with the risk aversion is really more the hedge. That's really more saying, if this doesn't work out, at least I also have this. So now you are spreading your energy in both in both forms, the fear of missing out and the risk aversion, you're spreading your energy across multiple things. Uh, and uh, also, I should say really multiple paths. Now, yes, the niche is you and you are, you are more than one thing. Yes, in the building of you as you as the nucleus, if you are spreading yourself out across building you and building other things that are not part of your path or the, the, the vastness of you, well, that can be very distracting yet again, that can be very diverting and, uh, time consuming and wasteful energy. So I want you to think about that. The third is social validation. People often seek external validation to confirm that they're making the right choices. This is a big one too. This is the opposite of taking the opportunity. Sometimes you are going to these meetings of these other opportunities just to compare to your current path. Listening to other people's opportunities can provide a sense of validation. So the science says the brain's reward system, specifically the release of dopamine, which we previously talked about, is activated when we receive social validation making us more inclined to seek it out. So you're on path, you're doing your thing, you're feeling pretty good about it all, and uh, an opportunity comes out that may even almost look bigger than what you're doing. Let's just use that as an example. You go to the meeting, you go, or you take the call, you take the Zoom, whatever it is, right? You, you get in touch, and it's actually the opposite of the first two. In this case, you're trying to decide would you abandon what you're currently doing for something else? And first of all, that's never a good strategy. Don't abandon yourself. Yeah, again, this goes back to trust in your path. Um, now, 
there are moments where maybe what you are doing might have been started out of the wrong reasons and something better does come along. That's a little bit different. I'm talking about the moments where you are on path and you can feel it and you know it. And it's just that it's taking time and patience and uh, development. And so when you go to these other opportunities, you're almost trying to validate your current path. You got to be very careful of that. You know, I've, I've dealt with that years ago. And several times, you know, uh, I have found that the deeper I go into my lane, the more that the other opportunity doesn't even at all sway me, not even a little bit, because I'm like, no, 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 I know what I'm building. I know what I'm doing. I know how I'm doing it. And it feels right. And it feels good. I love how I'm developing my products and services. I like how I'm developing my content ecosystem. I like how I'm developing my businesses. I like how I'm developing my health. I like how I'm developing my path. I like how I'm doing the work and because the more I'm in my path and the more I'm in my work, the more I really love it, the less validation you need. And, you know, of course, obviously I always talk about, you don't need the, any validate external validation at all, but it's still a practice. It's still a practice. You don't just wake up one day. I mean, maybe you do, but, um, for me, it took a, it took some time of being in my work with an intentional focus on how I'm building to make that social validation of other opportunities really dwindle almost nothing. It still comes in every now and then because sometimes people will just tell you all kinds of things. They're like, Ooh, should I have gone that route? Should I have tried it that way? And then I'm like, get back into the path. Thank them for the time. Get back in the path. The fourth reason people often go after the opportunity, you know, conundrum, whatever you want to call it, just the, the, the overindulgence of other opportunities, it's decision paralysis. The abundance of choices can lead to decision paralysis, making it difficult for people to commit to one path. So you're thinking, well, why would somebody want to have more of that? No, it's not that they want to have more than that. It's just that by looking, by being in their path and then looking at a lot of other paths, automatically the byproduct can become decision paralysis. We live in a world of lots of opportunities. I mean, God bless, right? We, and we're all finding each other. Um, you know, there's several people that I do some really cool things with in and around the world. You know, we actually, there are people that I'm collaborating with. Absolutely. You know, um, because we live in a very connected society globally where we can all find each other online, right? Makes sense. But you have to pick, pick wisely. You have to choose wisely because there's so many different options that you can either second guess yours, abandon yours, um, you know, and then give up to go to a whole bunch of other paths. You're not, I always say you're not here to give up yourself and your path. You're here to see if something that is being presented to you is part of your path. Again, the question you have to ask yourself, is this on path or is this a distraction? And the science says that the overwhelming decision paralysis are associated with cognitive load on the prefrontal cortex, the brain's decision-making center, making it harder to focus on existing commitments. So if you think about it, your existing commitments, which probably need all, if not most of your attention, are requiring you to be very present and intentional. And the more you are looking at these other opportunities or these potential collaborations or whatever it might be, Again, you got to be careful. Again, some collaborations are worth it. We've already talked about that. But for the most part, the more you look at all these other things outside of your lane, the more that it can 
get in the way of your decision making for your lane and you don't want that. And the fifth and final one is the novelty seeking. Humans are naturally inclined to seek new experiences and opportunities, often driven by the excitement of novelty, right? Listen, when you are committed to your path, there's a lot of monotony and mundaneness in certain activities, but it, that's why you also have to know your why. And the monotony is that because you have to be consistent and for some time it's not just a, a one month or two month thing you're talking about a one year two year three year five year ten year fifteen year thing that scares the other living shit out of some people and i get it but it doesn't scare those that know why they're doing it and so uh the and and then but even the people who do know why they're doing it i'll tell you this um there's still when you're in the mundane for a while especially if it's like an admin meaning it's like a building year where you have to do like a lot of the systems or a lot of the 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 then maybe not as fun not as creative side of what you're building um something over here unrelated or or related or whatever it might be but opportunity over here freshness newness um can almost distract you right Novel experiences activate the brain's reward pathways, releasing dopamine, which can make new opportunities seem more appealing than existing ones. And so, again, you have to take note of what you are doing does require your commitment and your consistency. And sometimes it can feel a little boring. I assure you the boring is good. I assure you that. And the, and it just may not feel like it. Even if you see that novel thing that gives some sort of new, fresh excitement, there's still going to be the same amount of work. The only difference is you'll be starting from the beginning over there. We're over here. You're already in the path. You're already building, already doing the thing, right? So the question overall here is that in seeking new opportunities, make sure it doesn't come at the expense of what you should actually be focusing on. And so don't allow the fear of missing out the, the ability to play the risk aversion game, the need for social validation, analysis paralysis and comparing your current venture or your current path or something more novel coming in to constantly sway you off your path and into this opportunity, into this opportunity, into this opportunity. Don't let it come at the expense of your current commitments, your path. Trust your path. Trust your knowing. Keep working through it. Keep being patient with it. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Are you addicted to the drug of opportunity? Try not to be. <laughs> Work hard not to be. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. I can't say it over and over and over again. Don't let it come at the current, uh, the, the expense of current opportunities and commitments. Okay, or excuse me, current commitments. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in every single week. Please leave a written review on Apple as it helps expand the awareness of the show. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.